So um, after you beat the uh, the ambulance brain surgery level, then you can unlock outer space. And in outer space, there's a keypad. And if you somehow, using the ridiculous controls, can punch in the right number in the keypad, it jettisons you out the airlock and unlocks the alien surgery, where wow. you can get a spinning like blade thing. Is there a point to any of this? Like from uh, like the Giver? Crawl? No, like Crawl. Same thing. Oh, it is the guy. Yeah, the Giver from Crawl. Yeah. Things awesome. Two different movies. Is it? Yeah. What's the Giver from? The Giver was a movie where the guy, it was like a suit he put on. Maybe it was. I don't know. He has suiting and blades that came out of his like. Oh no, it's a different thing. Yeah. I kind of want to look it up now. Crawl was like in that Dark Crystal era. Yeah. And it was like a Conan the Barbarian answer, but he had this thing that was like four blades on the disc and he threw it. It was an answer to Conan the Barbarian, which left many questions. Oh, I was Heroes of the Storm thing. I was. uh, It's their Dota. It's the the wizard. I didn't. I didn't understand Conan the Barbarian space. Answer. I thought it was like a combination of barbarian and necromancer. Like it was all one word. And I was barbarian very confused. Mancer. I was very confused. He summons uneducated brutes from the wilderness. There you go. That's great. I like it. Conan the Barbarian Mancer. The Guyver was a 1991 movie starring Mark Hamill, it looks like. Wow. In his skinny days? No, he was fat by 91. Mark Hamill. We were cool. all fat by 91. Vivian Wu. I was 12. Ooh, I was a big Vivian Wu fan back in the day. I don't, I don't know who she was. I don't think I liked girls when that movie came out. Um, so, welcome to Three Boring Dudes. I'm Judd. I'm Barrett. I'm not Cody. I'm Jessica. Yeah, where the F is Cody? Uh, he's off being an actor. Who's that fussy person that I hear in the background? That's your progeny. Okay. Ooh, the progeny. It's like the prodigy, but for babies? I think we can do this. We can make like a xylophone prodigy. It's a progeny enhancer. It just summons babies. That's what my penis is. Fuck you. <laughs> What's up, dude? You trying to hop out? Oh, Good sorry. We're talking a lot. Uh, so we were just discussing Surgeon Simulator 2013. Great game. Not to play, just to watch videos of other people trying to play. It's hysterical. I, uh, interestingly enough, we're, we're kind of jumping ahead with our segments here. Yeah. But I feel that way about Daisy. I've downloaded it and I've played it a little bit. But I much prefer watching the YouTube videos of people play it because because they're good because they're good and there's a lot of running around in it to find minimal items and they basically do all the cool stuff that there is to do in in a good 30 minute video where it would take me six hours. Yeah, yeah, that's like watching World of Warcraft videos where they're like fighting the boss and you're like, oh, that's sweet. And then you go to play the raid and you're like, wait, there's four hours of killing trash crap until you get to the boss. That's dumb. I, I, Just he, in the woods killing boars. Yep, <laughs> I, I I do miss that. World of Warcraft is is the raids. Getting a group of guys together, the coordination, the fun of it. Like, I, I didn't get to raid much because I was not in a... I, I raided a lot, and it was super fun the first time you killed the end boss, and then you had to do it 400 more times. So everyone gets their gear. God damn. Just murder me. What was like, the thing when you were fishing uh, for like a week and a half? Oh, see, the fishing I actually enjoyed, which is weird, but the fishing was basically the same thing, where you sat down and then you... You clicked your little fishing bobber when it gave you the bob that says there's a thing on the line. And eventually you fished something cool, and they had contests, and I entered the contest and won them all! Did you? you yeah, you, I won. You finished up I won Special Thorn, and I won the, the Northrend one. Yeah. I won them both. Did you get, like, Magic Fishing String as one of them? Uh, he got I, to call I took the thing that let me turn into a fish, which I thought was pretty cool. You uh, can then swim around with yeah. unlimited air yep. and everything yep. else? Yep. Water breathing, turn into a fish, swim around. It's pretty fun. Pretty fast? You it's swim instant. fast? Uh, yeah, you swam faster, or as fast as the fastest swimming 
thing, but not uh, not as fast as the, as the seahorse mount in Cataclysm. But you were as fast as the, uh, the as seal. the water form. Yeah, you were as fast form. as fish form. It was a hundred percent speed. It was the same as running. I love well, the noble seahorse. You know why? Because the man carries the eggs. We all know. No, it gets pregnant. I mean, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm Great. just a fan of the noble seahorse. The only civilized being on this planet, as far as I'm concerned. Look, if I could get pregnant and then squeeze that kid out of your vagina, I would. <laughs> I'm not even going to let my brain try to picture how that would work. That would be funny. It'd be gross. <laughs> so let's, 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 get, let's get on things. So let's explain a few things. Yeah. Um, the way it works, we have a few awards that go on every week. We have Do you the, think they don't know about the awards? This is podcast eight. Well, I don't know. We, we have new people sometimes. Okay, fine. Too much yeah. uh, let's we, sing the jingle before we get into the words. Oh, yeah. We, if we're doing our thing. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. Let's do the thing. All right. Boring dudes. Boring dudes. Placeholder music. We're getting worse at that. Yeah, I, know, I thought that was the harmony was better. Well, yeah, it's because I'm here. Griffin took part? Yeah. No, it's good stuff. So we got a number of awards we give out every week. We have the Richard Pryor Award for whoever makes the most funny jokes. The actually funny jokes. Yes. We have the Garrison Keeler who makes the most very bad jokes. Can we get the names right? It's the Richard Pryor Champion of Com- Comedians Championship Belt. Got it. The Garrison Keeler Award is just that because it's boring. Yeah. The Paladine Merit Scholarship for Racism. Yep. And then the Andrew Dice Clay. Do we have a name for that? Uh... Sexist jerk cock ring award. The golden cock ring. The golden cock. It's sir. No, no. Oh, better. The golden douche. The golden douche. Because that guy is a douche. The Andrew Dice Clay golden douche award. That's one of the guys whose career tanked, and I don't really feel bad about it. He was the in box Blue Jasmine. The penis came in. Uh-huh. He was in Blue Jasmine. Was I don't know what Blue Jasmine is. It was the latest Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Terrible. I didn't like the movie, but he was surprised. I mean, he was playing him. He was playing himself. He was playing a douchey guy. Did you guys ever see the uh, the Jason Biggs Woody Allen movie? With uh, Christina Ricci, Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs Was that basically. Celebrity? Jason, no. Jason Biggs plays a neurotic guy. Basically, plays a young version of Woody Allen. Oh God! And it's actually he's really good at it. And he. he I think he, I did see this. You it's actually it pretty was enjoyable. Called. It was a good movie. I recommend huh. it. I yeah. should probably look that up. I don't know. Yeah, look it up. Was that Midnight in Paris? No, no. that was Owen Wilson. I saw Celebrity, I the one with Kenneth Branagh playing Woody Allen, but I saw that when I lived in Italy, dubbed into Italian, yeah. and it just it was kind of lost on me. Huh, okay. Yeah. But you do speak Italian. Yeah, but it's, it's very particular dialogue. It doesn't translate. Got, so they just got a terrible translator. Yeah, and I was probably wishing I was shopping for shoes or something like that. Anyway, we should None get to... that surprises me. We should get to the blender, because it always oh, takes yeah. us forever to get there. All right. So my item for the blender this week is a cutie, a little tiny orange. I'm gonna peel it right now so we don't put the orange peel in the in the blender. Oh, excellent. Barry, what you got? More of a tangerine than a. Hang on, Jess, are you participating in the blender? Yes, I am. Uh, then you go next, since you have the whole house to select an item from. I am going to throw in a scoop of the lovely mashed sweet potatoes that I prepared tonight. Ooh, that's good. Barry, what you got? I have. Please the, tell me it's like a ho ho. The Dollar Store had um, <laughs> a sale. I'm like this already. This bodes well. Was it Mexican rice pudding? No. No, it was only 64 cents, so it couldn't have been that. It's yeah. a great big jar of something. He was trying to hide it when he came in. Good. Is um, creamy balsamic mayonnaise dressing. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh God. This is going to be bad. This is like the classy version of baconaise. Now, in my defense, I actually forgot about the blender on my way over here, and this was the only thing I had in my car because I stopped by the dollar store. Why this in the hell looks, did you have this in your car? This looks delicious because I stopped by the dollar store yesterday. To yes, but, but mixed with orange? No, it doesn't look delicious mixed with orange. Mayonnaise and orange is never a good thing. On, on its merits, it doesn't look good. I mean, I, I have an extreme 
I would say loathing of, of mayonnaise. I'm not going to smell that. Mm, All right, I'm putting, How can you loathe mayonnaise? It's the most delicious thing in the world. In the blender. <laughs> Jess, what'd you get? Take a scoop of the thing out of the pot. Sweet potatoes. Mashed sweet potatoes. Sweet. All it is is sweet potatoes and water. It's not a complicated thing, but, you know, it should blend nicely. It smells sweet potatoey. Well, sure. it's got that going for it. Well, we're very orange so far, Garrett. Would you like to reduce the, the orange color in the blender? He's going to add some beige. Mm. I'm going to, yeah, it's... it's Those it's, sweet potatoes are good. Thank you. They're really good. Yes. Um, I'm just going to do one scoop. Yeah. Where is the blender? Uh, the blender's right there. Here's a, here's a spoon. You didn't hand me the big spoon. I wonder why. I used the small spoon for the goddamn uh, sweet potatoes, too. I'm terrified, by the way. Yum, yum, yum. That's good. Alright. Did you just lick the spoon with the balsamic mayonnaise on it? I might have just licked it a little bit. Did you really? (laughs) He did. Oh, you did! Wait, you don't like balsamic mayonnaise? Not like that. I love mayonnaise. You asked that like it's a debatable point. Should we should we add water to this? We probably should. Probably. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Once the orange breaks up, it'll be all juicy. Ah, man, I'm not sure, but... Uh, try we'll, it. All right, we'll try it. Here we go. Hold your breath, kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the I, I think that... I'm going to say this right now. I don't want to lose this one. Really? Uh, do you ever want to lose? Or are you ever like, man, yeah, losing know, would be a great thing to do? You know, I, sometimes I'm like, you know what? This is not that big a deal. This week... This week, I'm going to go ahead and say this one's pretty bad. Yeah. Let's let's see. The dog is ready to leave the room. Oh, oh, wow. So that mayonnaise owns the odor. Well, yeah. The balsamic is going to overpower... This is pretty thick, too. ...anything mm-hmm. fruit or vegetable. <laughs> I heard that. Give that a smell. Ooh, yeah, that's that's really bad. That looks like the splooge of a diseased person. No, I will not inhale. You ha- That's part of the game, is you have to describe it to the I just want to describe audience. what it looks like. Spl- oh. <laughs> All right. And what disease would cause sploosh to turn that? I don't know. I don't ever want to know. <laughs> I'm a creative person. Oh, man. You know, I've got some shit before, but that is not the... Uh... <laughs> I've never splooshed like that. Here you go, guys. It's a little chunky. You haven't lived. Are we doing a D6? We should really do a D20 to lower our chances of straws. I, I don't think that's how it works, Barrett. It was D20. Are you twisting on me right now? Wow. Wow. I think Judd just threw down the gauntlet. Yeah, I think Judd's gonna, I think Karma's gonna teach Judd a little lesson right here. God, I hope not. And I hope it's one of my tap dancing gauntlets where it's actually a thing that fits over your forearms that has fringe hanging down, because that that would just be fancy. You threw down a gauntlet. And it was I like, like it. Sparkly and fringy. Would, I used to tap dance weird. when I was six. This is not a current staple of my wardrobe. I just like yeah. to point that out. Oh man, all right, this is vile. There's the cup of death. Yeah, the dog just walked Pick away. Pick your weapon. <laughs> All right, lowest roll, drinks, three, Maybe two, the worst one we've seen so far. One, six, three, one. Ah! <laughs> Thank God. Oh, high five. Thank God. Because frankly, I, I can see my car keys from here, and I might have just fled the building. <laughs> Fuck my ass. Uh, well, I think this will be better than... I'm I mean, taking a photo for the website. One day I'm going to put all these photos up, and everyone will be like... Do we have a website? Yeah, we have Facebook. Oh, okay. Three boring dudes dot sorry facebook.com slash three boring dudes. I'll spell that. I'll spell out. Or three boring dudes dot blogspot.com, but that's just not right. That's good. Right. I'm not looking forward to this. Are you, are you right? This is really bad. Yeah, it's pretty. This, this is. Well. 
Mm. You, you want to stand up at the sink? I would yeah. stand up at the sink if I were Oh you. my god. Here we go. You think this might be the first vomiter? Oh, this, is the, this is the worst one I've seen. You deserve it for being that balsamic mayonnaise. You, by the way, you look like a fishing boat captain. I just want to mention that today. The beard and ensemble. You do look a little hirsute. That's I don't even know word. that word is. Yeah, it's, help me out. It means hairy. Oh. Mm. Hirsute, really? Hirsute, H-I-R-S-U-T-E, hirsute. Oh, okay, it's a spell, it's pronounced like H-A-I-R-S-U-I-T. Kind of. Oh, you fucked hard. <laughs> Manny's to a fucking blender contest. Go for it, buddy. <laughs> you do, apparently. And this is not going to teach him a lesson for next time, either. Of course not. He's incorrigible. Wow, slamming it all in one fell. You're a manly man, you better swallow. Swallow quick and you're going to taste it more. I think... Oh, he's making the sourest face. Are you going to throw up? The dog is back and you have her rapt attention. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I did it! Well done, oh, that was... I think that's good enough. I think did good. that taste like disease splurge? Dude, you know what? The worst part was the... The joint chunks. The mayonnaise made it salty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So it did taste Ooh, like. Do you want? Here's your chaser, bro. Yes, that was that was. Uh, oh, do you want to stay over there for a minute? Can no, I'm good. Can I get oh, you a shot God. of vodka? <laughs> you made the sourest face I think I've ever seen. I'm gonna give you that's the worst one. That you're trumping my maraschino cherries and dill pickle. Oh, that was a bad one. That was oh, that was the worst I've had to drink. Ooh. Worse than the paprika. Whoa, that burp. Describe it. Uh, no, yummy. No, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a mayonnaise fan, but that's not mayonnaise and oranges is not. Did the sweet Should potato ever... add anything to it but texture? Uh, they're just overpowered they, by the yeah, flavors. Yeah, they're just, yeah. they're just texture. Yeah. Oh my god. By the way, the Jason Biggs film I was talking about is called Anything Else. I never even heard of that. No, me neither. It was, it was very decent. I was, uh, Does it have a year on it? Does it have urine on it? A year. Oh. <laughs> 2003. Huh. Okay. My favorite line from the movie was uh, Christina Ricci at one point. It's like, I, 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 I totally liked you. Couldn't you tell by the way I was ignoring you? <clears throat> it was... One of the better lines. That's great. Nice. All right, so moving on. Moving on. So uh, stuff we were supposed to do and stuff we did instead, this segment. Uh, Um, Did we have homework? I don't think we did. We were going to paint the house done. Well. You did it. We, yeah. Well, I I hope that we Watch your phone, by the way. Griff's going for this. This might have been homework. You told me to download the game Hearthstone. Yes, I did. And I did, and that was a bad idea. Are you are you broken up with your girlfriend yet? We're no. getting a divorce. No, I've, I've been... Uh, We're never getting divorced. We have a child. You're stuck. Pull up a chair. Oh, I'm man. So I can just play Hearthstone all day? You're not going to leave me? Yeah, because you free up the TV that's by the couch. Oh, this is a good deal. <laughs> you should sell it to your girlfriend this way. Yes, I'll free up the TV by the couch. Yeah. No, it's... um. She uh, She hasn't figured it out yet. I, uh, well, she is Canadian, and we don't we don't live together, so it's no. I told her I've been playing this game, but I've been I've been hiding it from her. Uh-huh. Do you want to do you want to briefly describe the game? Briefly, it is the, the World of War. It's the Warcraft version of Magic: The Gathering, um, and it's very similar to Magic: The Gathering in a whole bunch of ways. Uh, the mechanics of it and everything else. What is Magic: The Gathering? A collectible card game, the collectible card game of there all time. You know, you, 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 people would argue that Pokemon came out at the same time, and that might have been, but, you know, you can take your Pokemon and show it up your little Japanese ass. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure Magic Gathering... Uh, is this at all related to all those Star Wars cards we have out in the garage? Star Wars they games are slightly related, after. yeah. Man. Star Wars, God, that was a good collectible card. If you ever want to play it, I have a great collection. We can make decks and... 
I, 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 I played it. I had it. I had, and I just did not like it. Really? I loved it. That whole attrition want, thing. And check this out. Hey, I'm going to get something. Hey, explain it to the radio audience while I come back. Well, it was like a much worse game of Magic the Gathering, mm. but it was starry Star Wars, and I kind I kind of like some of the theme decks that you could put together, and when it was intentionally themed, like the uh, blow up the Death Star run, you know what I'm talking about? There was like a whole oh wow moment of triumph. Describe it. He just handed me a plexiglass trophy of some sort. He was a semifinalist. What does it say? Uh, Star Wars custom. Customizable card game, semifinalist regional qualification tournament, 1997, Decipher, the art of great games. Yeah. Got myself a little uh, plaque from, from coming in eighth place in the tournament. I was hilarious is that this trophy lives on his desk to this day. I was so proud of this. It's like nerd gold. I was a uh, nationally ranked magic player at one point. I was in the top 100 in sealed deck. Really? Uh, I'm in I'm in an episode like uh, Magazine 4, The Duelist. No kidding. Yep, my name's in there. Wow, I read that magazine. Back in the day, I was, mm-hmm. I was on that. I, that means I probably read your name and went, who's this douche? Was, uh, oh, but you know what? You're not nearly as douchey as? Mm. Cody. Why? Yeah, fuck Cody, man. What's... I get to work. I have to feed my family. What a pussy. He doesn't have to feed his family. They both could stand to lose a couple. I'm just saying. Wow. wow. You just talk shit about Cody's wife and he's six foot five. <laughs> That's fucking dumb. In retrospect, this was a bad idea. But yeah. at the time, it yeah. sounded funny. That's Dude, okay. It's, it's not, not like, like this if is he being swings recorded. at you, he's going to miss your nose. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. That's a Paladin and a Richard Pryor right there. <laughs> that is, but my joke didn't get anything? Oh. I don't know what to give it. <laughs> what? I didn't say that just because he's a dirty Jew. Apparently fat jokes don't fit any category. <laughs> well, if it had just been no, no. against his wife, no, no, it no, would no. have been Andrew Dice Clay. I'm going to say it again. Fat jokes don't fit any category. I get it because it's it's almost Garrison Keillor. Yes. Yeah, as I say, because right. the best way to make a joke funnier is to repeat it a couple times. Yeah. And explain it. Yeah. Uh, explain okay. It. So fat jokes. You know, jokes are really funny when you have to explain them. Yeah. That's what I found. Yeah. It's true. Um. So, yes, I was supposed to play Hearthstone. I played it. I loved it. Yep. Um. Dude, it's it's a great game. It, it is, is a great game. I agree. I'm having the best time playing this game at work. <laughs> I had a. Uh, I'm doing really really well on the sealed deck. Which is the, the arena? The, the arena, which is draft, system. very equivalent to the old sealed deck tournaments you'd play in. Uh, yeah, I'm sucking balls at that. By the way, I went six and three, which was my best, and that felt really good. Have you blown a seal? Okay, are, are you going to tell the joke proper? No, I'm just going to ask the question, and we're going to move on. You're going to continue telling your story. Like blown a seal, like 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 had some little guy swim out, come up for fish, and I grab his cock and start sucking. Pretty yeah. much. So, so look, the, a seal is driving his car. And the car breaks down, so he takes it to the mechanic, and he goes to the mechanic and says, listen, fix the car. And the mechanic says, well, take a little while. So the seal goes, it's a hot day, so he goes and gets some ice cream, and he comes back, I fucked this up, it's a penguin. Yes. <laughs> the penguin's driving the car, takes it to the mechanic, goes and gets some ice cream because it's a hot day. Because a seal would never back. drive a car. It's true, seals can't drive. Penguin comes back, mechanic says, you know, it, it looks like he blew a seal, and the penguin says, uh, no, it's just ice cream. I get it. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. That's actually a, that is a decent joke. I told that joke to my dad, and he said that he heard the same joke, but it's uh, the penguin is has a uh, a, a snowmobile, and uh, the answer is no, it's just a bad cold, which I think actually makes a little more sense climatologically speaking. But uh, anyway, they have penguins at the San Diego Zoo. They have them at SeaWorld in San Diego. Yeah. They have polar bears at the San Diego Zoo. I don't. They, they may have penguins. I just don't remember. Yo, man, I saw Blackfish. Fuck SeaWorld. 
Sorry. Okay. Jeez. No, I watched it after you uh, described it, and I, I really thought it was... Did, did you? Yeah. yeah, we watched it. it. Well, I totally got the point of the movie, and it was absolutely... I got the point of the movie 15 minutes in. I was absolutely infuriated by the story they told. I also thought that as far as a documentary goes, like, they left so many questions I agree. unanswered. Not well executed. Not, not a great documentary. manipulative... No. Well, no, I didn't. So. It's a good story. It's a, but I, I would go with the argument that people are making that if, if you're willing to sacrifice a few for the good of the many, I would say that SeaWorld has done more from a conservation standpoint, has gotten more people interested, created more empathy for whales, and, and for that matter, orcas, worldwide than it has caused damage to the few. It is awful. It's like, it, it's actually a moral dilemma. Do you... Do you right. torture a few to, for the good of the many? Well, but there are better ways of keeping them in captivity. There are open ocean enclosures that they can put them in that are much bigger keep, than the size of a bathtub. I keep a North Korean sex slave mm-hmm. to draw attention to the plight of North Koreans everywhere. Right. I see nothing wrong with that. That's no, what I'm I think it's at. totally like, fine. You and Rodman. Oh, uh, man. He, uh, what, what did Rodman do? He keeps going to North Korea to yeah, play know, basketball it, for his To buddy. get sex slaves. Yes. You heard that the uh, State Department might fine him a million dollars because of all the presents he took to his best buddy on his birthday. You're, it's illegal to import luxury goods to North Korea. Yeah. So they might fine him a million dollars. He doesn't have a million dollars. He doesn't have a million dollars. He doesn't anymore. have anything close to him. He's, he's such a broke-ass motherfucker. That's why he keeps going to North Korea. It's the only place he can afford shit. It's true. It's true. Special um, sex slaves. So yeah, Hearthstone's good. I've been sucking balls at the arena. But, uh, like, I just drafted a Druid deck. It looked so good. My first game, I, like, rofle stomped the guy. I won 30 to nothing. He didn't even touch me. He never got a creature out. I dominated. Next game, I lost, like, 0 to 2. I would have beat him on the next turn, but he, but he got me. Game after that, I lost 15 to 0. Game after that, he rofle stomped me. 30 plus 10 armor to 0. Wow. And it was just he like... You must have felt like Peyton Manning. What happened? I know, wow. I did. I felt just like Peyton Manning. Oh, spoiler alert. The Super Bowl happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Offense sells tickets. Defense wins championships. You know, strangely, our podcast is the exact kind of audience that might not have seen the Super Bowl. It's true. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's very true. Possible. Oh, speaking of our... I think the our... best way to keep a, a podcast audience is to insult them. Speaking of our podcast, fuck all y'all. I went to uh, I went to UCLA's entertainment night. Yes, and met a bunch of college students, and I told them about my podcast because they're interested in what I'm doing in the entertainment business. This is when he realized that the North Korean sex slaves were the better deal. And uh, okay, and one of them, well, several of them wrote, but one That's of them. That's a Keeler. Okay, yeah, fine. thank you. Fine. High five. I was trying to make the point that he, but I'm, and I'm explaining the joke, so I'm going to stop oh, before I get into the second one. Yeah, no, no, no finish your point. Right. Finish your point. So. Uh, one of the students sent me an email just to say he listened to the podcast and we were, and I quote, fucking hilarious. Thanks, Good. Susan. I, Thank what? you. No, this was... It wasn't yeah. your mom? It wasn't your mom? <laughs> that's that's funny. funny. Thank you. Funny. <laughs> Hang on, I'll find it. Here's a callback. <laughs> Dimitri is the student. Yeah, I'll figures that Dimitri would say that. Oh, sorry, yeah. freaking hilarious. I have to say, your podcast is freaking hilarious. Well, thank you, Dimitri. Thank you, Dimitri. We, we appreciate your support. Clear, I'm glad the check cleared. He goes on to say, Blender Roulette is basically what he's all about. <laughs> he's glad that we appreciate the value of random, and also dick jokes are classy. I think he's a good dude, and I'm a big fan of Dimitri's. Yeah, I, I like it, man. Yeah. Dimitri, way to go, buddy. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of uh, things that happened as a result of going to networking night, 
Uh, can I jump ahead to... I mean, this is sort of stuff I did instead. Yes, go for it. That's absolutely something you did instead. All right. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not say the name of this person That's probably to protect the uh, their anonymity. But I got this email. Uh, Barrett, I'm just going to scroll through the email so you can see how long it is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's several pages. It's small uh, print. And like... then at the end of the email, by the way, are two attached full scripts. Interesting. So this is this is the intro. My name is guy's name. Sorry, person's name. I was at Entertainment Networking Night. I have a couple of interesting movie scripts and great movie ideas. Dot dot dot. Like dot dot dot. Playboy, aka Babe. This movie is going to be as big as Citizen Kane. Do you need to read more beyond that? Like no. Dot dot dot. I am trying to get a space hold of Leonardo DiCaprio's production company, Appian Way Productions. All right, well, I'm trying to get a hold of the president. Who are you trying yeah, this to get a hold is, of? This is a really long, involved... You know this person does listen to the podcast, by the way, by now. Uh, probably. They're going to, you know, if They're I end up anymore. dead soon, yeah. <laughs> so he goes, but, uh, so I'm trying to get a hold of Leonardo DiCaprio's production company and his agents. But before that, dot, 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 comma... He's a fan of the ellipsis, this guy. Read the, pot, or read the plot and tell me what you think. We can work something out. So if you can't get a hold of DiCaprio's production company, Man. he'll make two with you. Yeah. So uh, it just uh, the did plot you read is the terrible. Um, did you read any of it? I mean, did uh, you, yeah, did you well, finish this email? Because that no, I, I did not finish the email, but I, I read some of it. But the, this plot description is first off huge paragraphs, including uh, such vivid descriptions as they end up having sex a couple of times. Um, Another huge paragraph. Hey, this is a family show, man. I don't really appreciate you broadcasting that kind yeah. of thing to us. He raises eight thousand dollars from forty-five investors. What? what Super everyone throws odd. in fifty bucks. That's part of the plot, apparently. It's a Kickstarter for poor people. The, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, this keeps going, and then he goes, "Okay, thank you very much." And then, P.S. I also I have also oh, sorry I have also over one hundred movie ideas and twenty-five complete movie scripts. If you want to collaborate in the future project. I would love to give you some movie ideas and complete movie scripts. We can work together anytime. All one word. Uh, here. There's, there's a guy who went to your alma mater? Oh my god. Wow, what a great school. Yeah. Few profitable movie ideas. The Wonders of the Universe. Go the Portrait fish. of Double Life. A close remake of Me, Myself, I. A 2000 Australian comedy film. And parallel universes. Wait, and then, me, Myself, and Irene? Is that what he was going for? I, I have no idea, dude. I, I couldn't begin to tell you. Um... The first one is about a guy who, uh, with his family, escapes with a wormhole machine that he designed. The next plot is uh, about uh, a guy. Mickey is the chef creative director. That's what he wrote. This is a guy who's a writer uh, at an advertising agency. When he's hit by a cab, and the driver of the cab is Mickey Cruz, his copy from an alternate universe, who apparently the only thing different is he's... Latino and drives a cab. Did you meet the person who sent you this? Nope. Wow. No idea who this person is. They didn't talk to me at all. Because this sounds like the answer. It's probably that guy who's looking through the window right now. So then, okay, the next, the next movie. Go bark. So this is the third movie, right? Uh, George is a billionaire. He has designed a wormhole machine that allows him to travel into a parallel universe. Sounds a lot like. Sounds a lot like the two previous movies where they had a wormhole machine and or a guy from Pablo. Yeah, Yeah. Like what the f. This is, this is pretty amazing. I've got lots of and parallel universe wormhole machine movie ideas. I like I have that. Over, I have over 25 complete scripts of wormhole machine 
parallel universe strips. And every one of them, the guy is called a different name. Yeah. I liked that movie when it was called Contact. Yeah. This guy gave me just the most ridiculous, like, you're a writer. You're, you're saying you're a professional writer. Did he say professional? I, something tells me he's never gotten paid. Uh, I, I looked him up, and he's got uh, four books that are self-published on Lulu.com. So no. But two of them are the same book. One is early release, and one is current version. The plot synopsis. I mean, all of it has spelling and grammar errors all over the place. Like, like but learn the language before plot. you write has parallel universes and wormhole machines? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, the, the one is... Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like... Pretty uh, sure you shouldn't say it, though, because then they can figure out the name. I'm sure they can figure it out already. Um, Why? something the parallel like, universe wormhole machine? No, no, it, it's something like uh, How to Make It in Hollywood, The Sexiest Story Ever. Wow. Wow. Except probably The Sexy Story Ever. This is reminding me of... You know, I do a lot of self-submission for my own acting stuff in the morning. I look at a couple of the websites Porno. That, that, that... Yes, of course. Hey, someone's got to pay this mortgage. Fair but enough. I look through these. I look through these things that they put out to you know public submissions, not just agents and managers and stuff. And I swear to God, if anyone out there is listening, if your breakdown is filled with spelling and grammar errors, and you use punctuation as if you are putting sprinkles on the top of a cupcake, like holy God, you fucking dipshit! No one who is any good at their craft is going to submit for your project. You do your breakdowns the way like an eighth grade girl does her text. Pretty much, pretty much. And there's a project out there that I have seen over the last two days called "Forgiving Chris Brown," about oh. a bunch of psycho ex-girlfriends. And I just want to say, if that's your project, fuck you, you fucking fuck, and the fucking horse you rode in on. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the fucking horse you fucked. That too. The um, that's funny. The for- the horse they fucked is clearly Denver, by the way. I I don't think Denver's hung that well. Oh, I, I get it. It's because it's a Bronco. Did Got you it. get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good one. That was good, Garrison. Anyway, yeah. If you if oh. you write a script called Forgiving Chris Brown, <laughs> fuck you sideways with a rusty two by four. Well, look, it, it could be called Forgiving Chris Brown and just had been written a long time ago before Chris Brown was the name of a musician who also beat his girlfriend. And you just haven't had the presence of mind to change the name and, and or live under a rock. And throws chairs through windows at morning shows and throws a brick through his mother's car dashboard drivers. Why are you so obsessed with Chris like, Brown? Tattoos on his face. It's I read the internet. It's pretty much Yeah. Why do you read the internet? What a waste. Yeah. Nothing anybody cool with, is on the internet. Anybody with neck tats. The whole point of the internet is so people well. who are in yeah. the minority of subculture can find other people who are just as weird and messed up as they are, and they can form a quote-unquote community and feel normal, like those angel babies people. But I haven't oh. found, I still have not found a person with a neck tattoo who isn't douchey, guy or girl. Yeah. Actually, that's actually. There's a couple people on that show, Pitbulls and Parolees. But so that's on, kind of a special case. On to a little early on firing off on some fucking awesome. Something I read about this week. Neck tattoos? Um, and it involves neck tattoo. The porn star, Christy Mack, yes. offered a contest. Whoever creates the that. greatest Lego sculpture for her gets a blowjob. Wow. <laughs> she gets to put it in her house. Then Lego... Lego shot her down. Lego <laughs> sent her <laughs> cease and desist for using the name Lego. So she changed the contest. Anyone who wants to make me a sculpture out of powerful plastic... Blocks that hurt to step on. He bit me. Colorful plastic blocks that hurt to step on <laughs> will receive a blowjob. And then the next night, after telling my girlfriend the story and reading this article, I saw Christy Mack at a restaurant in Burbank. 
Did you tell did you hand your sculpture? People, people were taking pictures with her, and I'm like, no, I. It's, I find it's not You're a like, good thing to say. Millennium Falcon. I'm like, hey, it's not a good thing to say. Hey, girlfriend, is it cool if I go take a picture with this porn star? Probably not. Not. No. Not, no you. Why would you ask your girlfriend? Just go and do it. Just be like, will you take a picture of me with this girl? That's funny. But you it this was this random uh, other girl. But actually, at the table. you know, yeah, she actually has a celebrity. Good, I, Christy Mack. I mean, that's that's kind of a good sense of humor. That's I, pretty I funny. have spanked it to her several times. She, uh, that's I, pretty I, funny. I, 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 I respect that. You know, if you're gonna give a blowjob for something, let it be Legos because Legos are cool. Yeah, yeah. I give blow, wait. No, I don't. No, no. Or, 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 sorry, I don't want to get the cease and desist from the Lego Corporation. If you want to give blowjobs for something, give it for those um, small plastic blocks that you can connect that are colorful and hard and hard to step on. The interlocking plastic blocks. <laughs> if Lego were to send us a cease and desist, all they would be doing is preventing us from talking about how awesome the Lego video games are, how cool the Lego video games are, and how much and we fact, want to see the Lego movie. And the fact that I worked on the very first ever Lego video game, Adventures in Lego Island, which is a fact, so I can say it, whether or not they send me a cease and desist. But this Wait podcast you, will be You actually anyway. think the Lego games are good? Yeah. I played uh, Lego... Shit, Indiana Jones or something like that? That was a long time ago. You should play the new ones. It was... I was like, this is... Not Lego Marvel Heroes is pretty good. Why don't you just play regular Marvel Heroes? What, what's... I don't get... What I is regular I just didn't Marvel get, Heroes? I didn't get why... They, they've taken a lot of Metamucil. Because I have a kid, so I can only play certain games. That what is the, the most heck vile was that? Belch. I hope was that, that was on the radio. Was that a little mayonnaise? Yeah, oh, there's, uh, there's definitely <laughs> a little bit of that. Yeah, if you didn't hear it, there was just a low gurgling rumble. It sounded like a gargoyle it in Barrett's throat. Yeah, it sounded like smog waking up. So I, have not, I have not been eating or drinking well for the last few days. I uh, Between the, the Super Bowl and then the following night, the Blackhawks oh, destroyed yes. those LA Kings. Five to three, I saw it. And, uh, Did you actually see the Super Bowl with the Blackhawks, by the way? Oh, so that was supposed to be fucking awesome, and it was a fail. What happened? They didn't show. They reserved Tell tables. Story. At, so a good buddy of mine owns a restaurant, Big Wang's, in Hollywood. Wow, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound good. Big uh, Wang's in Hollywood? <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Google that right now. But uh, <laughs> It's the, fine, Susan. It's fine. The Blackhawks called in uh, earlier, and uh, earlier in the week, and reserved a table for 25 which means it was the team coming in to watch the Super Bowl, which makes sense. They're in town yeah. for the display of the Kings the next night. And uh, so I reserved a table for 20 right next to theirs. And then they didn't show. You reserve a table for 25 and you don't I know, show. You're really That's not really that fat. I'm just throwing it's it out there. Bad. That's You didn't really need douchey. 19 other seats. Yeah, no, no. I actually got all the other people from Chicago that I know to come and ignore oh, me. Wow. Oh, it was my basically anyone like from my birthday party. A lot of the, that Chicago oh, crew cool. showed up, and uh, well, I have a huge. I'm from Chicago, and I have a big Chicago crew out here in L.A. Were they're, they expecting uh, to see the Blackhawks? Yeah, they were all expecting they... to see the Blackhawks. Yeah, no, that's Probably. why. That's what I got them to go there for. Right. In fact, one guy had a party at his house that he actually came down to see if the Blackhawks were going to show. Oh up no! Before he went wow. to his own Super Bowl party at his own house. Wow. Chicago fans that's are pretty rough. serious. Which the Chicago fans, if you saw the game last night. Chicago versus the Kings. There were more Chicago Blackhawks fans at the Staples Center than there were Kings fans. That's because LA fans can't be bothered. No, it, there was more red in that yeah. stadium than. Kings black. won the Stanley Cup last year, or two years ago. Two years ago. Two, two years ago. ago. The Blackhawks won last year. Just oh, so you don't right forget. On. So um, that's fine. I don't. I'm so not invested in hockey. Uh, but the Kings won the Stanley Cup, and LA was like, "Do they? Anaheim's throwing them a parade, right?" Like we didn't even know they were the LA Kings. I mean, it's ridiculous. They're so. It's just not a sport in L.A., which is sad because it's the best sports team in L.A. right now. It, it really is the best. You know, what are you, a Clippers? basketball fan? What's your what's your sport? 
Uh, I football. Yeah, I guess it's true. Chargers. Yeah. UCLA. UCLA is pretty good. <laughs> Better than USC. <laughs> Griffin, don't step on other people's lines. Yeah, seriously, kid. Learn to podcast. Yeah. What are you teaching him when I'm at work all day? Calculus. Ah, oh, Jesus. Teach him something useful. I took him to therapy today. What for? Because I've already fucked him up. I, we are going to end up with a swearing top. <laughs> yes. This probably constitutes child abuse. I bet in probably. the worst case I can just show this recording and be like, mm. Hey, Griffin, can you say yeah. fuck? <laughs> no, wow. Wow. Not. I'm so glad he can't talk yet. The moment he's talking, he's not allowed to stream. This is why I tried to put him to bed before the podcast. Do you understand Yeah, it was only 8 o'clock. He doesn't yeah, One of his early. first said words will be fuck. He wasn't as anything to say. I'm trying yeah, to get right. a good job, but... And we're back, and the baby's in bed, because after that last outburst, he uh, sort of took over the room with screamings, and we had to undo all of the talking that we did. I don't know what we were talking about. I think it was pretty funny how we all just kept talking louder and louder over him until finally Judd realized. He's like, uh, and, and then he kept talking louder, so he should fit in perfect in your family. It yeah, I mean, true. I didn't realize. Barrett's the one who, who realized that uh, the podcast was getting ridiculous. Oh, we were talking about 24. Season 2 of 24. Fantastic. Oh, and that's the woman the nuclear bomb goes off. Wow. Yes. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry. If the show's been out for eight years, it's no longer considered a spoiler. No, guess no, what? No, what I do think is cool is they're doing another season, right? Yeah. It's like a show that can come back every three years with a new season, which and that's pretty rare in a TV show. Netflix is bringing it back, right? I don't think so. Oh, I, think I don't think so. I think it's I think Fox, Fox, Fox yeah. What is it? There's, there's something out there that was out for a while that... No, oh, the Arrested Development. Arrested Development. That. Yeah, no, they're, they're doing that with something else. Something else. That, oh, no, it was, it was something that recently got canceled. And they're, Netflix decided to do another series. Uh, oh, The Killing. Oh, yeah, they're bringing The Killing the back. The Killing That's back. That's right. I'm excited about that because yeah. The Killing was great. Do you know what would be the sickest, most wonderful thing of all time? If, if they remade the first three Star Wars movies? No. <laughs> if, if Netflix brought Firefly back. Yes, that, that would, would be great. That would be, and that's the kind of show they would because... That entire cast would be on board, I guarantee Well, except for Josh the two would. that they killed. Spoiler oh, the, alert. Movie, which in I haven't movie. seen yet. Dick. I didn't say which ones. I know. They kill off two of the main characters, which sucks. Uh, yeah. Because they made a movie. It's alright. I'm going to watch it. I'm, I've been watching Firefly, actually, last week. I, I got my girlfriend into it. She uh, she now watches Firefly with me, and I'm going, this is my fourth time through. I think it's the most wonderful show that was ever made, and I honestly get bummed out at the end of every episode knowing that this show got canceled. Yeah. There's a couple of episodes where they're just extremely sort of terrible episodes. There's one episode in particular. The episode where they're on the like the rural planet and the doctor has to like River like does a big pole dance with some people. Not a pole dance, but a maypole right. dance. Oh. And, I was uh, intrigued for a They burn her for a witch? Yeah, they're gonna burn her for a witch and the doctor <laughs> has to save her. And I was just like, this doctor guy, whoever this actor is, has no business acting. He is just the worst actor. And he's actually better in later episodes. But you can I could see it click in his head when he became a real actor and it was in the scene where they're in the hospital episodes later and River says that guy's dying you gotta save him and he goes and is like nails it as a doctor and from that point on he's like okay as an actor there's just something clicked for him there right but prior to that point he's just a waste of oxygen on the show yeah, I mean, the really show wasn't known for its great acting, and I, it, to be honest, Summer Glau bug, bugs the hell out. Of she's it. terrible, also. She's but, terrible. But part of that is her character, not her. Yeah, but I've seen her in every other thing she's done, and I've found her annoying too. Really? She was in uh, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. She played the Terminator. Okay. She was kind of annoying in that, and then she had uh, she had a character arc in the show, uh, The Unit. 
um, about the Delta Force guys, and mm-hmm. I found her kind of annoying in that. So. Oh yeah, that one based on uh, that was the David Mamet series, right? It's Mamet. Uh, it was Sean Ryan and, and Dennis and, Haysbert was in it. Yeah, Dennis Haysbert. Yeah, was he was, the, yeah, he was yeah, the main was guy. The main guy. Uh, oh, I, was, didn't, I didn't realize that was a Sean Ryan show. Oh wow. Sean Ryan and Mamet got together. Yeah. You know. I, I, I like go back and forth on Mammoth. Like I like, I, it. I like a lot of his stuff, but sometimes he's vulgar for the sake of vulgarity as opposed to moving the plot forward. Yeah, but yeah. he's not Neil LeBute. Neil LeBute is the most disturbing playwright I've ever yeah. watched. Yeah. In, in, I love his stuff. I, I love some of his stuff, and some of his stuff I'm like, okay, just stop it already. In, in the Company of Men was the most oh, disturbing movie, movie I've ever seen love in my life. I love that movie. But then you get to like your friends and neighbors, and I'm like, okay, just stop it. Yeah, I think you guys should really take a look at a person whose name shall not be named. There's a quantum portal to an ultimate dimension. That's, that's, <laughs> and then there's that. Oh, One of my favorite playwrights of all time. No, it's uh, Neil LeBute, if you don't know, made uh, Your Friends and Neighbors and Company of Men. It's Aaron Eckhart's. He did Bash on stage in New York. He, uh, Aaron Eckhart is his big uh, actor. Big guy. And uh, if you saw, by the way, has anyone here seen the Frankenstein movie? No. God no. I've never seen a movie that looks worse. Really? Is Aaron Eckhart in that? Yes, he's the main character, and I'm like, you saw the first three Star Wars movies, the the, not the originals, but the the chapters one through three, because they looked pretty terrible. They were the, the uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Oh, I actually, that, you saw the special editions where Han walked on Java, right? That was god awful. That was god awful. And, and Greedo shoots first. Yeah, that, that's what? that's the worst thing I've ever seen. That's the worst thing. You know, he uh, Lucas. I read an article where he says that unprovoked violence is absolutely wrong. It's the most wrong thing in the world. That's why he did that. And he said the one scene he regrets shooting that he can't change is when Indiana Jones the guy's waving the sword pulls out the gun and shoots him he says he feels bad about that because it makes makes Indiana Jones an evil character he also wanted to put in sync as the band on Coruscant because his kids liked him and it was only because there was a fan petition signed by over a million people that they would not see the movie if he did it that he he cancelled that he really was going to put in sync wow yeah. Well, the first he, three... He has his head so far up his ass, he can smell he's his own just, He's just got out of touch. No, his first three were just basically children's movies. Oh. Chapters one through three. They they weren't... Dude, there's guys crushing people's throats. Yeah. It's not children's movies. Okay. There's guys getting yeah. their hands chopped off. Public mutilation. The originals were great, but all the things that made them stand out in that genre at the time are things that were accidents that Lucas could get around because he didn't have the budget. Yes. Things like the world looked lived in and dirty because he couldn't afford to hire people to clean all of his machines every day. Yeah. And he said, fuck it. Like, and that's like one of the biggest defining things of Star Wars versus all the other soap, like space operas of the time. Which they're all like antiseptic looking. Yeah, is yeah. It, it looked real. It looked yeah. authentic. It looked pretty. Yeah. It had that gritty feel of like there's dust and dirt on things and these machines that are allegedly 100 years old look old. And then C-3PO can get cleaned up and look all shiny. And it's a big change. Right, yeah. right, and, right, and right. that was an accident. He never intended that to happen. Well, most creativity happens out of necessity. If you have the budget where you could do absolutely anything you want, you don't get Star Wars. You get The Phantom Menace. You, yeah. get, you get Avatar. Well, read, read the book. You have it. Final Cut. Where they talk about... Uh, the, I forget the director's name. They gave him an unlimited budget because they were so in love with his work and said, you can do anything you want. And it's why they're regarded as one of the biggest flops in Hollywood history. Waterworld? Uh, no, but it's right up there. Heaven's Gate? Yes. I've never That's heard of Heaven's one. Gate. What Michael Cimino. That's the guy. It's a 
love story set in the American West. They hired this French actress that no one had ever heard of because the director was in love with her. Um, the director, Michael Cimino, is an Italian guy. And, I mean, they, they made mistakes like, okay, you know how, for anyone who's not familiar, when you work on movies, you're usually paid for your base rate, whether you're getting scale or you're getting $10,000 a day or, you know, whatever, right. millions you're being paid for the movies divided by X number of shooting days. You get paid that amount for your eight hours. Sometimes, you know, with an hour off for lunch. Then, I think it's like eight to... Ten, you get time and a half. And over ten, you get double time. Over ten, you get double time. Or maybe it's over twelve. Sometimes you get double time. Yeah, I need to put those away. Um, So they chose a place to shoot this that was like the perfect valley out in remotest Wyoming or something Mm -hmm. that was literally a four-hour drive from the nearest hotel. So eight hours round trip means anyone who sets foot on set is instantly on time and a half and then golden time. Wow. I mean, it was a budgetary nightmare. It was the most. It was made in the early '80s. It was the most expensive movie ever made at the time. And wow. everyone was so in love with the director. They wrote him a blank check. They said, "Do whatever you want." And oh boy, did he! And, and the thing is, everything he did, they approved, rubber stamped it. I mean, it's crazy. Like he would do script rewrites. Well, they started that way. About yeah. halfway through the movie, they stopped wanting to rubber stamp it. But then it was like throwing good money after bad. Yeah. Did was the movie horrible? Oh, yeah. No, the movie is actually considered by film buffs horrendously underrated. The problem was it was such a financial disaster. It, it bankrupted the studio. I wow. forget which studio put it out. I think yeah. it was like Columbia or Universal. It was one of the big studios at the time. It bankrupted the studio wow. at the time, and it never got out from under the stigma of that. But it, it, once you give somebody unlimited money, it's just like giving somebody carte blanche to be whatever kind of a dick they want to be. You know, like it, it, when you have too much money or too much power, you just stop making good decisions. What's the name of the studio that Tom Cruise just bought and is reviving? Uh, he, he's in bed with Paramount. No, no, no. They, no? He, he bought. In bed with Paramount is a strange name for a studio. Now, it, one of the studios, it, it's like one of the old school names that they. Uh, is it Golden Key Productions? No. <laughs> You're in <This> Scientology. <laughs> Golden Key, I don't get it. Golden Key is the production studio that the Scientologists own, right? Oh, that right. produces yeah. all the advertising for Scientology. Gold Base One is that where the what we were talking about? Yeah. That? So the reason, okay, so just real br- backing up for a sec, the reason why he was given carte blanche Michael Cimino for Heaven's Gate is because two years earlier he made The Deer Hunter. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And so it swept the Academy Awards that year. Anyway, carry on. So no, Deer I have Hunter, no idea. Much better movie. I have no idea what. Uh, and did what? he did he work again? He must have like some years later. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But not for five was, years. Yeah, but, that uh, was widely regarded as like one of the biggest mistakes in Hollywood movie making history. Was just giving him the the rubber stamp at the beginning. UA United Artists. Oh okay. That, which is no longer. I mean, that's more like an imprint than an actual studio now, right? But Tom Cruise just is. Um, Tom Cruise bought it and is re bought the name and is re oh, wow. restarting the studio again. Well, it's oh, going to feature a lot of movies where he stars opposite a 20-something and they're both naked all the time? Probably. Hey, I'd, I'd watch it. It's probably... You, you're not an artist was the one started by um, Mary Pickford and Charlie Chaplin and Douglas Fairbanks. Oh, It was really? literally the artists uniting to, to co- combat the studio system at the time. Interesting. Yeah, it is That's a miracle cool. that that studio lasted as long as it did, rather than a surprise that it folded. I remember, I, I've I remember, talked to actors. I'm just I remember saying. movies from the 80s. Remember Orion Studios where it had yeah. the oh, stars yeah, yeah, and they'd yeah, spin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those, GM? All those got 
bought out. Around, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. I thought they yeah, were it selling out. It's the lion that roars at the beginning. Yeah, and they were yeah. selling everything. Like they owned the James Bond, and they are all bankrupt and shit, and we're trying to sell. Yeah, the so franchise. they're they're owned by one of the like corporate conglomerates that owns a couple of other studios, but yeah. MGM as an entity is still around. Yeah, yeah for sure. I've seen Miramax. No, Miramax doesn't exist anymore. Now it's the Weinstein Company. Yeah. Well, Miramax is owned by Disney. Yes, and the, but the Weinstein's are no longer there. The Weinstein's are no they longer part of the Weinstein Company. Do you know why it's called Miramax? Uh, it's their parents. Yeah, Miriam and Max. Yep. Hmm. So. Which I think is the entity that was being made fun of in the delightful, uh, right around 1990, uh, identical twin swap hysterical comedy with Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler, where the evil corporation was called Moramax. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Miramax yeah. wasn't around back then, was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It was it was the studio. It wasn't the, the Oscar Bates studio Shanghai. yet. Huh? It wasn't the Oscar Bates studio yet, but it was around. Yes, that and Dimension Films are the two that are Dimension. Those are the yeah. two owned by the Hollywood the films. Weinsteins. Mm. Um and Dimension would make the money films and uh they'd make all the money so that uh Harvey can have his uh hmm? his art films with Miramax. Cool. Excellent. Good story. Thought I'd share. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So uh, I guess that was part one, games. <laughs> we talked a lot about games. Did we talk about TV and film? Are we covered on that? Did we watch anything? Yeah. We've been watching Arrow because we're gay for Arrow. We didn't watch very much together this week because you've been playing no. that we, card game. Justified is back. Justified is back. I have yet to see it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. The first like six episodes of the first season are a little wonky because they're done like we're trying to make this a standard procedural where each episode is its own plot. And then they let that go. And then they totally they made it more let serial? that go. Yeah, it's like they had six scripts written when they sold the script. The okay. Thing. Yeah. And then the moment it started getting made, they were like, actually, we, we want to serialize drama. Yeah. And it is fantastic. So there's you basically know. each season there's one overarching like... Arc. And the, the one in season one yeah. includes everything from the first six, but it's those don't tie together at all until the last episodes. Yeah. So that seems a little off until That's like, what I loved about X-Files. I thought it was such a special show because they had it was. the it was serial shows. The first one that did that. They had serial shows, but they also was had... Was it the first? Yes. It? They had serial shows, but they also had the individual plot ones. Like, they so, would right. be... And so it was a yeah. good mix of them. So the like, reason the serialized shows happened for X-Files is because Jillian Anderson got pregnant. And they, they were like, we can't, we don't want to shut down production, because we're doing real, it was like the number one show on TV. At the oh time. yeah, it's huge. We don't want to deny that she's pregnant and just put her in awkward positions all the time, <laughs> like they did on The Mentalist. They, uh, did, they just assigned that poor girl to desk duty without yeah, it. Yeah, she was sitting at a desk un- inexplicably all the time for like nine months. <laughs> real yeah, weird. The Mentalist, I saw the medium, I saw Patricia Arquette wasted, shitballs wasted at Pink's the other night. Really? Like, pissed drunk, making out with a probably 35-year-old hipster. That's wow. Crazy. She's got to be 45. So, and she, yeah. Well, she and David, or whichever Arquette she was married to, they split up years ago, right? She is an Arquette. Oh, she is an Arquette. Who was she married to? I don't know. Nicholas Cage. Oh, that was, was she married ago. to Nicholas Cage? Yeah. Yeah. Man, she he is. must have wanted to take her face off. There, there's a... Garrison. Garrison. Oh, come that on. Was that was so good. <laughs> Not even a little she's bit. Got, she's, got a kid, up. she's got a kid with a guy named Paul Rossi who's a local restaurateur. Mm. That's funny. Nice guy. He's an interesting fellow. I've met mm. him a couple times. Very, very nice guy. Mm. But uh, she's got a kid with him, I know. Uh, mm. He's kind of like one of these guys. So what did that have to do? I saw her drunk at Pink's the other it's day. It's just hilarious. He said yeah, the mentalist, said mentalist and then he jumped to the medium. Yeah, it's so random. Anyway, no, so, uh, so X-Files, 
Jillian Anderson got pregnant, they wanted to keep a through line. They're like, okay, listen, here's how we do it. We just write a couple of episodes that you know, have a reason why she got pregnant. And so they did the, the aliens had kidnapped her and made her pregnant. Okay. And so they had this through arc, and it was like a three-episode arc. And the fan feedback, their ratings almost doubled wow. for the second and third episodes. Hmm. And they spaced them out. They didn't do them all at once. They were like, <laughs> we'll just, you know, we'll do one like this, and then we'll do, you know, another one, and then we'll do the second one. And when they were like, the story continues, people freaked out. They were so excited. And X-Files was like, that's it. This is what we're doing now. And because their ratings got so huge. They, I mean, they were already like the top show. It just went off the charts. And, uh, and then they started changing all their other shows to be the X-Files. So Briscoe County Jr. got some weird fucking time travel device and turned to a shitty show and got canceled. And Strange Luck, which was a great show. Uh, it was all a government experiment that gave the guy this weird you know, coincidence thing. And that got canceled. Like, way to shit up shows by trying to make them the X-Files. Wow. You already had the fucking X-Files. Right, 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 right. Uh, um, I you know I did you did you ever watch the Lone Gunman the spinoff? No, no. I, you know it looked like it was it the three I, techie guys. The three right? techie guys. Right. I like the, the worst characters to have spun off. They're the, they're the easiest because they're already sort of in this position of doing this thing, but none of them were interesting enough characters to have survived on their own. I think. No, oh, interesting. There. So I watched um, this week. I watched the uh, Almost Human show. Do you? It's the. Oh yeah. Okay. No, not Almost Human. Yeah, with the robot, the no, robot. no, no, no. Oh. Um, what's the one with the vampire, the werewolf, and the ghost that all live together? Oh, uh, being, human. being human. Being human. The U.S. version. I've never seen the British version, but the third season of the U.S. I've version came either. out um, on Netflix, so I've been watching that. It's a little soap opery. Yeah. I, I got It's it's of, of the shows I watch. It's a little soap opery, but I like it. It's good. It's good. I, I recommend it. Is is uh, justified on Netflix? Uh, yes, yeah. seasons one, two, I haven't seen and it. three are probably four by now. If it's not on streaming, you could definitely get the DVDs. Yeah, well, I want to check out sure. the streaming. I'll check out the first one. I, yeah. I've never seen it. It looks yeah, like you, my kind of show. You though. have to. So it's it's going to be good, but not super compelling until you get to like episode six or seven. I Is it Sean Ryan? No, it's no, uh, it's an Elmore Leonard. Elmore story. Leonard. Who's that? Get Shorty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or Shine. Right? You just said some of the answers. No, no. Uh, out of sight. <laughs> Get Shorty and Out of Sight. Very different movie. No, it's because Shine and Get Shorty were directed by the same director. That's why. Were they really? Yeah. That's what threw me. Shine and Get Shorty. Like the one about the yeah. retard piano player and yes. the one about the. In Australia? I believe so. All right. Interesting. Right now. They were connected in some way. By way. Scott Hicks? No, they were not. No? No. Oh, I used to cast it. commercials with the guy who casts for Scott Hicks. That's not funny. Even they were connected at one point. I'm trying Have to you guys ever seen the connected. movie Way of the Gun? That is yes. one of my favorite movies. I own the DVD. I own the DVD too. No one's seen that movie. It's so underrated. It the is great. Single greatest opening scene to any movie ever. Scott Hicks I, yes. versus Barry Sonnenfeld. Not even remotely Completely the connected. same guy. Their names sound similar. They look the same. Yeah, one's Italian and one's Australian. They sure. both like that thing I do with my tongue. Well, there you go. That's the guy who uh, co-wrote. Uh, the guy who wrote uh, *Way of the Gun* is the guy who co-wrote um, *Usual Suspects*, Suspects with yeah. Brian Singer. With Brian yeah. Singer. And he also directed *The Way of the Gun*. And I'm sure you've listened to it. The audio commentary for *Way of the Gun* has fascinating. I should listen to you it. Haven't, it's great. He spends the whole movie apologizing. Christopher McQuarrie. He's Why? Been, it's his first directing project, and all he does is point out places where he thinks he made a mistake, 
and apologize for them. And I think it's a brilliant movie. It's a, I think it's, it's brilliant. It's it's probably one of my top five most you underrated got to tell movies Tay I've Diggs ever seen. How cool you thought it was? I did. I told Tay Diggs. Really I was cool. working at the, the Vanity Fair party after the Oscars, and I saw Tay Diggs, and, and he ordered a drink for me, uh, vodka cranberry, and I said, um, you know, by the way, and, and I'm you know I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, but The Way of the Gun is one of my favorite films, and he was like. Really? And I was like, yeah, I love it. And he's like, man, thank you. Not a lot of people saw that. And I was really proud of that work. And I was like, you were fantastically creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, thank you, man. Thank you. And then when he drank his vodka cranberry and I went and got another one, he got real mad at me because he didn't order it. Hmm. Well, these are free drinks. It's not like you're being charged. He was a douche about it? No, he was just like... Maybe he was watching his calories. I, I brought it and he was like, who, who ordered this, man? And I was like, no one. I saw you were empty, so I thought I'd, you know... Get you another one if you want it. You have to take it. But, you know, if you want it, it's here and ready. He's like, man, don't do that. That's not cool, man. I, I'm working right now. And yeah. Like, that he was he had, he had given himself a quota for yeah, the night so he could stay sharp for the party. I, which I totally respect. But why be a dick about it? Yeah. All he had to say was like, oh, no, no thanks. No, thank you. Yeah, exactly. You know? Same party. I'll tell my P. Diddy story. This is a good one. Same party. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> as, as I'm moving Wait, P. Diddy was the image awards? What? No, it was. Oh man, I know. Uh, it was like the two black guys at the at the, at the party. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, so I was getting uh, martinis for someone. As I'm moving through the crowd, P Diddy shows up with his entourage. He had like five big black bodyguards, big dudes, six four, three hundred fifty pound, like former linebacker dudes. Because <laughs> of the Oakland Raiders defensive line. Yeah, for, former <laughs> lineman, right? Just huge. And one of them puts his hand on my chest and starts pushing me out of the way so they can get through. And P Diddy goes, "Yo, whoa, what? Stop what you're doing." To, to his guy. And, and the guy's like, what? I'm just moving him out of the way so you can get through. And he goes, does he come to your work and slap the dick out of your hands? <laughs> and I was... And I, I was like smirking a little, but I didn't want to like laugh at this guy because he was he could huge. Kill you, and he had, yeah, he has giant meat fist mid of a hand was like covering my entire chest. Right. And uh, and P Diddy walked like pushed him out of the way, walked right up to me, straightened my tie, dusted off my shoulders and said, you okay, man? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And he's like, cool. And they kept going. And I was like, what a class act. What a class act. That's one of the best Does stories come ever. to your work and slap the dick out of oh, your it was, ass. It was great. That it is, was so great. That's that is, amazing. That's an amazing story. Did I ever tell you my uh, Dr. Dre bartending story? No. No. This is, this is probably one of my favorites. I worked at a little martini bar called the Sunset Trocadero. Uh, Dr. Dre's producing partner was a guy named Mike Lynn. Mike Lynn was in charge of the... Uh, the, the black music department at Interscope Records. He was my regular. Is that what they called you it? Mean, urban, yeah. urban music. No, black music department. That's, oh, what, oh, that's oh, how oh, he okay. described it. That's oh. how he called it. No, no. You sure it wasn't the black music group? No, it's at B- Interscope Records. BMG. Carry no? Oh, okay. Sorry, keep going. <sighs> Garrison. Uh, Garrison. Damn it. Gar- and that's a little Paula Deen, too. I think so, yeah. Um, but anyway, so Michael and always used to come in on Sunday nights. Sad thing, people started knowing he'd come there, and then everyone's come to drop off tapes to him and everything, and he had to find a new place. So I had to I see him. I think I was there once when he was there, and people kept coming up, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? With Super this guy? nice guy, great class yeah. act, great but Mike Lynch's normal was, dude. He'd be like, why is this guy I had no idea. And, yeah. And, yeah, and Brad yeah. and I were just trying to talk or whatever. But uh, so, at any rate, um, the night of the Emmys, this is probably 2002, 2003, uh, around 1.45, these two girls come in, two white chicks, mind you. Yeah. Um, and they're like, they're like, and I'm like, sorry, ladies, we already did last call. And one of them goes, wait till you see who my husband is. I'm like, uh, okay, I really don't care who your husband is. Well, her husband was Dr. Dre, and it turns out she's not really white, but she's pretty damn white black girl. Fair skinned, yeah. Very fair skinned black girl. Yeah. It was Dr. Dre and Mike Lynn come in after that. They'd been at the Emmys and they were coming out for a late night drink. And Mike comes over, he's like, yo, man, do you think we can uh, have a couple drinks? 
Like, let me call the owner to see if he'll let me stay open late. But yeah, if it's cool with him. So I call the owner and I'm, he's like, yeah, just keep it mellow. I'm like, all right, I'll keep it mellow. Mind you, there are two Range Rovers are now parked in front of the place, basically blocking the outside view of the place. Yeah. They brought with them also two bodyguards, two giant white dudes, one in a Miami Dolphins jersey. It, it sure. might have been a Dolphin. He was huge. Yeah, it was huge. But so they all of a sudden are standing at the door, working the door as like doorman, and everybody in the world shows up. At 2.15, 50 Cent shows up. At two thirty, <laughs> at two thirty, Paulie Shore shows up. <laughs> at two, well, his parents own the comedy store just down the street. Right. His mom at at two forty-five, yeah. Mike Tyson shows up, oh, tattoo God. on his face. So oh, my, my, my two favorite things that happened that night, three favorite things that happened that night. First, Mike Tyson walks up to me. He's like, "Excuse me, my friend, can I trouble you for a bottle of water?" That is amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Mike Tyson was on the way. So Mike Tyson called me my friend. Right. I'm like I'm Mike Tyson's friend. Then he had 50 Cent's album wasn't out yet. Yeah. This was a brand new. uh, Dre gives me 50 Cent's album. He puts it in. I turn it on, and then Dre screams across the bar, "Nigger, turn this shit up!" So I was Mike Tyson's friend and Dr. Dre's nigger the same night. Wow. Wow. It was pretty amazing. Wow. And then for for our African American listener. Barrett neighbor. does not condone just, those yeah, words. Yeah, just substitute yeah. neighbor. Well, neighbor. I... I yeah. no, There's no to... way I can even say nigga and sound you're, the least bit... You're allowed to quote. Yeah, but, well, but at this point, we can I'm stop. I'm not Dre's nigger. He yelled at me. I, it's right. official. That's so what's the third thing? Sweet. And then, at one point, the two bottles of Crystal that we had in stock got sold immediately. Sure. And so this other guy comes up to me, and he's like, yo, man, I want Crystal. And I'm like, dude, all we got left is down. He's like, oh, shit, you want to get everybody sick? <laughs> Wow. That's amazing. Odd dog. Wow. That swill. Oh, that, that was that was my three favorite moments of that night. That's oh, great. Shit. That sounds like the best night. Yeah, I walked out of there with 700 bucks for uh, nice. a couple hours' work. At, at and like that was, 7 o'clock in the morning? No, no. They only stayed till about 3.30. Oh. It was, That's uh, cool. And your normal shift was not like amazing money, right? No, I, I used to make great money on Sunday nights because I was in the bartending business. I knew everybody. And Sunday night is like Friday night for people for, in the bar business. Oh, yeah. So, everybody gets and off everyone would come They're to see me and just the weekend, tip like crazy. Yeah. yeah. That is true. Crazy man. It was it was it was the best shift. I had that shift for four years. I I I would average four hundred bucks a shift. It was a good wow. It was a good thing. Man, three hundred was the best I ever did. But uh, yeah, was and that was my Sunday bar. afternoon shift. Yeah, I'd sell I like fifteen hundred. I'd walk with four hundred because everyone was tipping well over twenty percent. Wow, you know? that's and great. It was good. It was I would good. sell six grand to make three hundred. It's rough. Yeah. Well, it's because I I didn't even get the tips on food. It went to the runners like straight up. Wow. Yeah. That's messed this up. This bar was managed yeah, this, this bar so was managed badly. Guess, guess what? Yeah. It's closed. Yeah. But I'm shocked. It's closed. Um, so that was TV and film. I think that might have crept into fucking awesome. I, I think it definitely could. Those last two awesome. stories were fucking awesome, if yeah. I might, may say so myself. Uh, Jess, I, you got any stories to add? Uh, I could either tell you my funny uh, pseudo bodyguard story or my smoking pot backstage with Metallica story. I like oh, that Meta- one. Yeah, Metallica. Yeah. Right yeah. So, um, a good friend of mine, um, who, just to loop back around, when we were watching Justified and it opened on that country singer that sounded like Patsy Cline, I was like, I know that. That's my friend. That's my friend. Yeah. This is my friend Linda Kay, um, who we used to be in acting class together, and somehow or other, as a musician, um, she had worked on some music video where. Um, God, the guy who's no longer in Metallica, the bassist that quit right before... Uh, quit or died in a bus crash? Well, quit. there's Jason Newsom. He's the one. Um, 
So she had some kind of hookup with him, and they were doing one of their like secret shows that was not publicized at the House of Blues. And he told he tossed her a pair of tickets, and so she asked me if I wanted to go. Um, and I am like the nerdiest straight arrow white girl from the suburbs you've ever met, especially at the time. Like right now, I'm, I'm sure our <laughs> listeners would be shocked to learn. Totally this. shocked to learn that. Hi, Susan. Um, Anyway, so after the show, we get to like go back to the foundation room with with the band, and we're all sitting there, and like guys keep disappearing, and one of the guys is like, you know, hey, where's so and so? And the bodyguard's like, um, <clears throat> he's entertaining right now. Was the, uh, the the euphemism that was being used for I guess banging a groupie that's, on the pool table? That's what it was in the next room. Yes, the, he's entertaining, en- he's that's entertaining what it right now. I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't clear. You're making fun of me. Maybe. Onward. And so they start <laughs> passing around this joint, and I have not only never smoked a day in my life, but I've probably had, like, two pots of marijuana in my entire life up to this point. To say that I am not a smoker is, like, to put it very, very lightly. So the thing's coming around, and, I mean, it's, like, the size of my forearm, this thing. Like, you practically need two hands to lift it up, and I'm kind of like, you know, just be cool, just be cool. Like, you're not cool, but just pretend you're cool. And so I take a very small drag on the thing, and take it away from my mouth and then promptly doubled over just like <laughs> <laughs> coughing up a lung. It was just, yeah. They all laugh at you? Pretty much, yeah. They all just pointed and laughed. And, wow, that's weird. I never pegged Metallica as the kind of guys who would smoke weed. Yeah, right? Yeah, like or bang rock, groupies. Rock and yeah. roll singers with yeah. long hair? Yeah. I just think it's hysterical that I, at one point in my life, got to hang out backstage with Metallica. That's Take that's a drag awesome. on their weed. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's why that in my bartending days in Hollywood. That's that's been always been my goal. If I see someone cool, right? All I want to do is a shot with them. One single shot with them. Right? Yeah. I did a shot with Vince Neil. Did a shot with Slash. Those are my two Sweet. favorite rock stars. Nice. Um, those those are my favorite two. I did a shot with Kato Kalin. <laughs> that's funny. That's Fist bump good. right now. That's amazing. That's <laughs> I had drinks with uh, Damon Wayans and Marlon Wayans once. That's pretty cool. Not drinks with them, but I was at a bar. They were next to me, and they were having a conversation about who the best comedian of all time was. Oh, you said and, you've uh, told yeah. the story. So D- Damon Wayans turned and was like, "Hey, you, you, you're an actor," and I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You do comedy?" And I was like, "I, I mean, I would like to think I do." He goes, "Who's the greatest comedian of all time?" And I was like, "Richard Pryor." And he goes, "Thank you." Thank you, my man. Thank you. And Marlon was like, no, nah, man, no. Nah. It's Bill Cosby. And he's like, no, no. it is Richard Pryor. It was great. And so then I was like, their boy, for the next hour, they were just, we all were having conversations. That's great. Drinks. It was great. Aw, Los Angeles. David's so much funnier than Marlon anyway. It's completely true. Although both of them are so much smarter than the characters they play in the movies. Really? Extremely knowledgeable. Extremely even, even the educated. characters they played in White Chicks? Yes. Yeah, surprising. I know. Because you think once they're playing white people, they'd be like like twice as smart. I don't know. Wayans brothers. There's a lot of them. They're like, they're one of those families that there's a bunch of them, but a lot of them are in the industry. Dude, I actually like, dude, I like, did you see The Last Boy Scout? Yeah, it was great. I thought it was great. He plays kind of an action star, not a comedy guy. And it was was really, like, that was a cool movie with Bruce Willis, right? Yep. And, uh... Damon Wayans. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Man, no, they're they're both really, really students of uh, of comedy and knowledgeable, like encyclopedias of comedians' past and their jokes and their shtick and how their careers passed. It was most people that are really so, successful in their given industry or mm-hmm. artistic genre are like that. They so, are encyclopedias. So we're fucked, all of us. 
No, I'm just underappreciated. Actually, we have a lot of we have a lot of knowledge in our in, uh, as we demonstrate. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're doing yeah. Really. I can. And the plus, I'm best not an entertainer. Podcaster I saw hot dogs. Time is, hmm? I'm not an entertainer. I sell hot dogs. Yeah. You are very good at putting your wiener in other people. Is that what and let now? me tell you my hot dog knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I know my way around a wiener better than anybody. This is true. A Hollywood wiener. I will. I will cede that title to you. And by the way, this week my good friend Jonathan Sadowski. He's an actor. If you want to look him up, but. Uh, Came in for a hot dog, and I work on my computer at my hot dog stand. And promptly, as soon as I turn around to make him a hot dog, he hops on my computer and changes my status to, um, or my comment or whatever in Facebook. I'm not really literate with that. It says, uh, man, the only thing that can really satisfy me is a hot man. And my mother immediately called me to ask me if I was gay. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Your mom called? She didn't actually wow. say that. She sent an email that says, Baron, wow. I don't get your last post. It, it, am I just out of it? What does this mean? It's just wow. weird. And I'm like, wow. yes, well, no. I, where everyone else is like, oh, Barrett, I knew it. I just won wow. 20 bucks. Contrary-wise, but right. I, I used to work with this kid, Skyler, who's a great kid, but he left his Facebook logged in once, so I just changed his gender to female and status to successful surgery. A week later, no one had commented on it. <clears throat> he has, like, well over 300 friends. Right. No one had commented. He hadn't noticed no one had said anything, right? One of the other guys goes on, because he said logged in, to change his gender to female. And it's like, what the fuck? Your gender already says female. And he's like, it does? And he goes and looks. He's like, oh, my status in the surgery is successful. He's like, that's great. Successful like, surgery. Nobody, nobody fucking know. All his friends are just so used to this kind of shenanigans from him. You'll yeah. notice in our fantasy football league if you ever leave your computer open. I and never will. That like all kinds of funny trades will be offered. Well, no, no, no. We would. You never fuck with man's team. That's crossing the line. That's the, that's beyond the pale. But we do absolutely pop in the comments page, guys. I just want you all to know that my team does really suck. I apologize to all of you, and I'm glad you're taking my. Does money. anybody Things have a like, spare tampon? Yeah. 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 I needed one this season. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Made it to the playoffs. You had, yeah, you playoffs your first year is, a, is yeah. very impressive. Man. I was division winner. Won my division. I know. I was in it. Yeah. I won that one. The one you were in. Yeah, you can suck it. <laughs> we'll see you next year. Um, so that's, uh, I think we covered fucking awesome. Do you have any serious business to discuss? Just how great Hearthstone is and how we should all be playing all the time. I just want to say something real quick, just because I have no idea how to find this person anymore who's out there in the ether, and it seems like a really lame-ass excuse to send somebody um, a Facebook message, like, hey, haven't seen you in a while, heard your college roommate died, but... Um, who's his college roommate, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah, a friend of a friend who really? I've fallen out of touch with. Uh, I just, Stephen, if you're out there, I know you're hurting. And uh, just the first thing I thought of when I heard that Phil died, after, God, that really sucks, he has a wife and three kids is... Wow, this is way too serious for this podcast. Yeah. Well, it's not serious business. Anyway, just I, wanted gonna, to put it, I wanted to put it out there into the ether that God, sending him a hug. I was just waiting that whole time to drop a Philip Seymour Hoffman I'm going to bring this too. back into, into funny zone. Okay, just, go for just it. Just briefly, this is also falls into fucking awesome. Um, uh, went to college with the guys from Maroon 5. Uh, their band used to be called Flowers for Cara. And then Maroon. And then Maroon. And then Maroon 5. Um, and, uh, I man, I saw them play... I'm gonna say 15 times. I don't know, uh, but at like Westwood Bruco, mm-hmm. upstairs yeah, room where I was like, they're one of two people listening, you know, uh, at the Lucia Go Go. Mickey used to call me. No, that's not true. I used to call Mickey and be like, "Hey, dude, I feel like going out drinking tonight. Let's hang out." Mickey uh, Madden is the bassist, 
and Mickey and I would go hang out and get drunk and like we'd always like end up at the Viper Room or something and watch a show. I always spent way too much money. So after their last show at the Whiskey Go-Go, before they got famous, I didn't know they were getting famous. I just saw the show and I was like, man, I need to stop fucking hanging out with you because you're a goddamn bad influence on me. Like, I can't afford this. So I deleted his number from my phone. And I was like, he'll call me, you know, if they're ever doing another show. And uh, like two or three weeks later, uh, I hear their fucking song playing on the radio. And they're like, yeah, top of the Billboard charts. That's Maroon 5. And I was like, oh, shit, I better call Mickey and tell him I deleted his number. Because I couldn't afford to hang out with him. And now I definitely can't afford to Now you definitely can't afford to hang out but, with him. But, uh, Mickey, if you're out there in the ether, I love you, man. And nobody deserves it more than you. Call us. Yeah, totally call me. My number's the same. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. That just Crazy. got weird. Yeah. I blame that's, me. Yeah, that's, this whole weird seriousness. Let's, let's just... Let's just move it. on. Seriousness is terrible. All right. I, I want to get back to Hearthstone. Thanks for listening to Three You guys should dudes. go uh, play Hearthstone so I can... And, uh, and you TV. should YouTube videos of people playing uh, Surgeon Simulator. It's fucking great. Gotcha. Especially the British ones. Yeah, they're funny. The British guys are really funny. Really funny. It's the accents. All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Not bad.